Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Are you ready to be an outcast for Jesus? In today's prophecy update, Pastor J.D. talks about how we as Christians are becoming outcasts in society because we're followers of Jesus. But we must keep the Lord as our foundation. No matter our situation, as long as we put our trust in Him, He will always provide. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on September 4th, 2022. Now, it's important to keep in mind... (laughs) that all of this is on the backdrop of what we address concerning the executive order that could bring the U.S. quote one step closer to a digital currency. Now, unlike cryptocurrency that's decentralized, open source, this would be centralized, a centralized bank, CB, digital currency, CBDC. And actually, in some of the research I did, it does seem that the date of December 13th of this year has been set to implement this digital currency. Now, add to this the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. It sounds so palatable and amicable, doesn't it? Who doesn't want sustainable development? Well, it's also known as Agenda 2030. Agenda 2030 is just what it means. It's an agenda, agenda, that they want to execute, for lack of a better word, probably could choose a better word, by the year 2030. That's in seven and a half years. Here's 16.9 of Agenda 2030. It states, and I quote, Target 16.9, by 2030, provide legal identity for all, including birth registration. Now please, whatever you do, don't picture in your mind a birth certificate. This is all digital. It's a digital ID. It's, and don't even see it as being on your device. No. It will be on you, in you. Because see, this technology will be biometric. It will be part of who you are, not on you as a device. It will be in you. Have you heard about, I think it's the World Economic Forum, none other than, are we surprised? that is just, I mean, boasting about this new technology they have. You know what it is? It's a pill 
that has a tracking device in it when it goes in you. So here's how they couch it in terms of, they frame it as we will know if somebody has taken their medication in case they forget. Oh, really? Oh, that's so thoughtful of you. Thank you so much, because you know I forget sometimes, and yeah, we can, you know, tell if you've forgotten to take it. We can also tell when you take it, and we'll be able to send data from your body, and we'll be able to collect that data. We'll know what your body temperature is, what your blood pressure is. Again, I'm sorry, I don't want to get graphic, but we'll know uh, when your bowel movements are. <laughs> That's all I'll say. We'll, we'll know everything about you. We'll know when you go to sleep. We'll know how many times you get up to go to the bathroom. We'll know when you get up in the morning. We'll know what you do, what you eat, everything. That's what they're going to do. And that alone should make the hair on the back of our neck stand on end, shouldn't it? Because it's an agenda. It's a satanic agenda. And it's already in place. It's just a matter of time. There's nothing that needs to happen. The technology is already in place. It's just a matter now of getting people to do it. That's all that needs to happen. So perhaps it goes without saying, but this agenda is becoming quite clear. And it doesn't just stop at collecting your data physically, biometrically. It actually scores it. So you have a score based on that data. So if you're compliant, then your score goes up. If you're not compliant, then your score goes down. And this score, aka social credit score system, will determine whether or not you're able to buy or sell. Are you starting to connect these demonic dots yet? They've already built the system that needs to be in place. Now, the question that's before us in light of this is one of whether or not what we're seeing today is leading up to these aforementioned prophecies. And that's what I would like to answer. Now, I'm keenly aware that this may seem like an oversimplification. However, this so-called COVID injection is the prophetic catalyst, and I'll explain what I mean by that. At some point soon, in the very near future, not distant future, the very near future, there will be, and in fact already is, this fusion of the injection with some form of digital bio-identification. And this is exactly what we're told will happen in the seven-year tribulation. You have to understand that 
and I know we've talked about it, and I don't want to get too uh, far into this, but blockchain technology, which is, I believe, it's satanic intelligence, not artificial intelligence, because no man could have come up with this complex technology. I believe that it was demonically inspired. And it's very curious, by the way, for those of you that are aware of this, they still, to this day, do not know who started Bitcoin, who invented blockchain technology. Oh, come on. <laughs> Isn't that a little suspect to you? So here's this complex yet very simple technology that essentially verifies a transaction. So if the verification and authentication and validation of that transaction is legitimate, then it adds another block to the chain, blockchain. It's a verification system. So how are you going to verify that you've had your 128th booster shot? Oh, it's 129 now? Sorry. <laughs> How are you going to verify that blockchain technology? I, I want you to think through just the logistics of this. How do you, whatever the population of the earth is at the time that this prophecy is fulfilled, just use your God-given intellect to calculate as Revelation 13 says, just the sheer complexity of being able to verify that everyone has this mark in order for them to buy and sell. Something that complex has to be in place in order for that prophecy to be fulfilled. And what I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, it's already in place and it's already being used. So all they have to do is just flick on the switch when the time comes. All the wiring has been done. It's already been connected. It's already being used, and it's only a matter of time before this happens. What happens? This fusion of this so-called vaccine that you have to have. And not only, you know those cards you have? Forget about it. It has to be digital. It can't be forged. You cannot use a counterfeit because of the technology. It has to verify and authenticate. Now watch this. <laughs> you know how you log on with your credentials and you have to authenticate that you're not a robot. I hate that, by the way. Don't you? I am not a robot. I don't think I'm a robot. So let's see. And then, you know, those, those configurations of letters and sometimes, and then thank God they have a, you know, select another one. Yeah, because that one, what is that? Looks like Arabic. And I don't, I can't read or write Arabic. I can speak a little bit, but. So what is that all about? Authenticating. Two-step verification. For those of you that do online banking, you have to log in. What's your password? 
assuming, of course, you remember your password. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. But see, this, this now, you don't have to do that. And that's going to be one of the, I hate to use this expression, selling points. You don't have to remember your login, because you're already logged in. <laughs> we got gotcha. You don't have to log in. You're always logged in. You're already connected to the internet of things, the internet of bodies. So no need for passwords. You don't have to, you know, validate. You don't have to get a text message with a code and enter it in and face scan and palm scan. Well, you might have to do the palm. Actually, you might have to do the face too, because isn't it true that when you're sitting in front of your device, that if you've got something in your forehead, that's how they log you in and validate that you are who you say you are. You're not a robot. Or how about for those that use a mouse or a trackpad, your forehand? You've got something there that no, no need for password, verification, authentication, nothing. You're already validated and authenticated. And so we already have you and we, we you're already logged in. We already know it's you. So how is that going to work with whatever this so-called vaccine is? Well, isn't it true that there are those even now who still cannot do anything unless they've been injected? We still get requests for exemptions. You, you can't go here or buy that there unless you've been injected. Because see, you're now a threat to those who have, have been, if you've not been injected, you're a threat to those who have been injected. It's actually the other way around. <laughs> so it will be this bio, bio, biological, medical technology that will be fused with this digital cashless economy. That's how they connect it. And they're already starting that process of getting people used to the idea. So you get your account suspended on social media, you ain't seen nothing yet. You know, because you posted something, and so you got your account suspended, or you're put in, what do they call it, Facebook jail? I don't know, I never go on Facebook anymore. Or I guess it's meta now. That's a whole nother thing for another time. Twitter, you post something on Twitter, you tweet, and it, it goes against the narrative, account suspended. Well, that's just the social media account. I'll just start up another one. Okay. What if it's not just a social media account, but a bank account, a digital wallet that they have complete control over? And they can digitally program it and turn it off at any time so that you cannot buy or sell or leave your place where you live. You can't even go out. These, uh, talk about cars just real quick. So interesting. I, I was having this conversation with my wife the other day. These uh, 
Electric cars? Come on. <laughs> Electric cars. Programmable, digital. Oh, JD's trying to, not me, but because I'm not going to be here. But so and so is trying to drive their car. They're going to disable it. They're going to disable it. Your account has been suspended. Your automobile has been suspended. Your life has been suspended. You better uh, start falling in line or you're going to starve because how are you going to buy food to eat? And by the way, we control the food supply too. I know this is heavy, but welcome to my world. People who have not yet lost their lives have lost their livelihoods by refusing to accept this so-called vaccine, which is not a vaccine. In fact, a couple years ago, maybe now, maybe not that long, but I quoted Moderna, who outright says that their vaccine is a, quote, operating system. It's the software of life. It's a programming software, digital computer software. It's an operating system. And, and people wonder why, for the last two and a half years, I have been, man, I've, I've gotten a lot of, well, anyway. Why don't you talk about something else? Because. Are you, are you kidding me? Why can't you go back and do those prophecy updates like you did three years ago? Because we don't live in that world anymore. And by the way, if I don't talk about this, who will? If not me, who? If not now, when? If not here, where? I want to appeal, and please hear my heart on this, okay? I want to appeal to your God-given common sense. And I want to ask an honest question. Do you believe that all of this will just go away and life will return to normal? Well, come on, Pastor. I mean, things are kind of getting back to normal. They've lifted. Oh, good. I'm so glad you're nodding your head. And thank you. I love you so much. <laughs> don't ever change, by the way. <laughs> you know better, don't you? You see right through it, right? I want to ask the same question in a different way, and I'm going somewhere with this, so please just again hang in there with me. Do you believe that the current prophetic trajectory as it relates to all of this will just somehow abruptly stop? In other words, this momentum now that's been created, the system's in place, they're moving in this direction, this is the trajectory economically, financially, globally. Do you think at any point someone is going to, whether it's, you know, the World Economic Forum or whoever, is going to get up there and say, you know what, we're good now. We made it. It's, it's over. I'll tell you why that'll never happen. 
and that what's going to happen is what we're told will happen in the Bible concerning the prophecies in the Bible. Because they have to keep fear alive. They have to keep fear alive. And this is why it is, by the way, and I I say this with, I, I say this lovingly, and again, the Lord knows my heart, but it is so heartbreaking for me when I go out and about, which isn't very often, and I would venture to say conservatively that about 85% of the people are wearing a mask outside or in their car by themselves. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry I'm not laughing. It, I, I'm heartbroken by that, because they bought the lie. And fear is powerful, right? As long as they can keep fear alive, they can keep people wearing masks, they can keep people standing in line to get their 310th booster shot. It's all fear. And the Lord's not given us a spirit of fear. This is the devil who does this. It's all fear. Well, here's where I'm going with this, and I I just... Please know that I don't mean to be mean when I say this. But if you don't believe that this is it, I believe you're deceived and you're living in fear and not living by faith. And I just would implore you, please don't be deceived. How many times throughout Scripture are we admonished and exhorted to not be deceived? Jesus, when He answered the disciples' question about the end, the end of the world. Listen, I. for two and a half years I have been saying the same thing. It's like the one string on my guitar. <laughs> I don't play guitar, that's why I only have one string. But this is the end. This is how it ends. And personally, I, again, the Lord knows my heart. I'm just speaking from my heart. I struggle greatly. I struggle greatly because many that I loved and respected are talking like and acting like, hey, this is not the end. And they're living their lives like, hey, we've got the next generation to think about. You do? What, what kind of world are we going to leave to the next generation? I don't think like that. I think we're the last generation that's going to leave this world. We're not going to leave this world to a, another generation. We are that generation that's going to leave this world. We're the last generation. This is it. This is the end. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Some of what you've heard today may have encouraged you in your faith, and at times it may have brought up more questions that you would like answered. If you're wanting to get in touch with us, go to jdfarag.org and find the contact link at the bottom of the page. 
That's J-D-F-A-R-A-G dot O-R-G. There, you can let us know some of the questions you might have, and we'll get back to you and try to answer those questions as best we can. While you're on our website, feel free to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. If what Pastor J.D. shared today has you really confused about what it means to know Jesus and life beyond this life, there's a resource for you that might be helpful. At jdfarag.org, find the ABCs tab. This will walk you through what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus and what that means for you going forward. Once again, our website is jdfarag.org. If you're ever in or near the Kaneohe area, we'd love to have you come join us. Come visit Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. You can find service times and directions on our website. Just scroll to the bottom and click on Calvary. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Thanks for listening in to the Prophecy Update for today. We hope you'll join us for our next edition of In Spirit and Truth, where Pastor J.D. has much to share with you about what God's been putting on his heart. The Bible and its prophecies are not to be taken lightly. And so we'll keep digging in on In Spirit and Truth.